welcome to Talking Club. I'm Karen. I'm Emily. Hi. Hey, I always I forget, like, we don't have some schnazzy, like, in this episode, because we don't know what we're going to be talking about in this episode. We'll just see how it goes. We don't. We never know what we're going to talk about, which is part of, I think, the allure of this podcast, right? It is for me. Yeah, it is We good. just like talking. And not talking. But not not talking so much. We're much right. better at the talking part. <laughs> we could talk and not talk for hours. And Name- still find things to not talk about. True. <laughs> Um, name that movie. I think that we should watch Best in a Show together when we see each other in November. That's a good idea. You, I've come to accept the fact that I'm not going to see you before November. No, probably (laughs) not. Because I mean, tomorrow will be November, right? I mean, that's pretty true. Yeah. Um, Someone's listening to this in December going, what? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't want to give away a date, but I mean, Based on the release date of this episode, I think most people can safely assume that we're recording in September, right? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Um, Unless you release this in December, then we're definitely talking December and it's going to be November (laughs) tomorrow because the years go back, go by so fast. I know. That reminds me of something (laughs) I'll bring up later, but I had an interesting experience that was like, reminded me of a previous episode that we did when we took that BuzzFeed quiz, which uh-huh. I really think we should do that again because that was really fun. We should. But that I was, was I was asked by someone the other day, if someone were to describe you in three words, what would they say? And my <laughs> first immediate thought that I didn't say out loud because this person doesn't know I have a podcast and would have no idea what I was talking about. But my first thought was, well, it wouldn't be that I was friendly (laughs) (laughs) based on what I've learned about how you feel about me during that Buzzfeed quiz. That's not how I feel about you. I think you're perfectly friendly. You did not say I was friendly. I wouldn't. That's not that's not the word that comes to mind <laughs> if someone asks me to describe you, but I do think that you are a friendly person once people get to know you. <laughs> <laughs> You're friendly to your friends. There we go. There we go. I'm friendly to the people that I like. No, yeah. I think I'm, we can't go down that road again. <laughs> um, we talked about it, but for anyone who doesn't know, we're referring to our, I don't know exactly what episode it is, but it's called Let's Get Quizzical, Quizzical, which, you know, was <laughs> rest in peace, Olivia oh, Newton-John. R.I.P. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of rest in peace, the queen passed away. She did? What? You knew Just that. kidding. Yes, I knew that. <laughs> I actually, it's interesting. I have a friend who... Um, well, she's American now, and anytime she says anything British, I give her crap and say, you're American. We don't say candy floss. We say cotton candy. Anyway, candy floss? <laughs> that Are has you so- serious? Yeah. Side note, random tangent. Surprise, because that's what we do here. Um, but we were at the premiere for Pinocchio this week, and uh-huh. they did this whole thing. It was at the Disney studio. And um, they did this whole thing where they had like the churro carts and they had an ice cream cart and um, the pretzels and stuff like all the the, like little street vendor fun stuff that you get at Disneyland. Yeah. And um, they had a cotton candy booth, too. And so then we 
get our stuff and we go inside and we're just sitting waiting and we're sitting next to these other people that we knew. And one of one of them was like, I don't know, eating a pretzel or something. And then my friend, she makes a comment about like, they even had candy floss. I couldn't believe it. And I was like, um, this is America. You are American. It is cotton candy. You it's need to stop candy. with that posh British thing now. <laughs> candy floss just like, I can't figure out where they're getting candy floss from. Like, Well, I mean, it does look like dental floss. Except yeah. for that you can't really floss with it because well, it yeah. falls apart and yeah, B was- is sugar. <laughs> And I don't know, I didn't go to dental school, but I feel like dentists do not recommend flossing your teeth with candy. No. And doesn't it like disintegrate as soon as it yeah. hits your mouth? Like it yeah, will be totally. gone. Candy floss. My gosh. That we could do a, like that. Yeah. We could do a anyway. whole episode on that. Or we could not. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> well, not, but anyway, not, yeah. not like candy floss, but like, <laughs> oh, okay. sorry. <laughs> But like the difference, I thought that was literally what you meant. No, I was no. like, I don't have that much to say about it. I just meant like the differences between countries and like what we call well, not even countries, just even like places within America. Like, do you call it it's shopping soda. cart? It or is soda, or soda or pop? Yeah, no, it is soda. Soda. Cool. But yeah, what were you gonna say? The queen passed away. She Were did. you going to? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Well, so the the day, so that was Thursday mm-hmm. and we had been, my friend and I had been at this movie premiere on Wednesday and we were on the phone Thursday morning, just like we we're both on our way to our respective offices. And um, she said something about like, I don't know. She made some comment about like kind of just knowing that this day would come eventually or something like that. And I was just like, oh, it, I is something happening with the queen? And she's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure today's the day. And I said, oh, I didn't realize that that I knew she had been kind of under the weather, but I didn't realize it was that it was to that point. And she said, oh, yeah, they've called the family together. Like William and Harry are both on their way. And I was like, oh, OK, so this is real. Yeah. So I get to work and I have YouTube TV so I can log on to that from anywhere, any browser. So I pulled it up and just pulled up the BBC news channel and just left that going. And they're showing like live footage at the whatever the local airport was near Balmoral and waiting for certain members of the family to arrive and things. And just the way they were talking, I was like, there's a 95% chance that she's already died and they just haven't announced it yet. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'm sure that's true. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, she was queen for 70, 70 years. years. Yeah. She just yeah. had her, what, platinum jubilee this year? I don't, I don't know. Probably. Platinum is what? 70 years. Is apparently. it 70? <laughs> Does, but that is that what platinum means? Like, if a record goes platinum, does it involve the se- the number seventy? <laughs> I think if a no, I think if a record goes platinum, it's like sold a million copies or okay, something. that's okay, or five million or I don't know. It's not seventy million or no seventy thousand. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, like um, there's different big anniversaries like the diamond Mm -hmm. jubilee i think was 50 years okay that makes sense yeah Mm -hmm. 
and that like gold is <laughs> I don't know 100 no, platinum is better than gold it is oh okay I don't know I I am not well versed in the monarchy I feel like there's so many rules about everything how in the world do you keep it straight well we don't have to keep it straight we just let the we we just let the news people tell us Yes, and we we can always trust the media. Of course, yeah. (laughs) So according to the traditional gifts list, silver is 25 and 50 is gold. Oh, that's Um, right. But that's like for marriages. Yeah, that's wedding. Yeah. Did you know that the one-year anniversary is paper? Well, yes, but according to this, the traditional, (laughs) like the metals start at six years. Iron is... iron here's a bottle of iron supplements happy anniversary (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah okay so um platinum is 70th yeah 70th wedding anniversary is also known as the platinum anniversary so that's why the queen's 70th year of being queen was the platinum jubilee jubilee (laughs) it's yes. amazing i can't like it's it's so incredible that like no one so many people who are, are alive today don't know anybody else besides queen elizabeth the mm-hmm. second as queen it's weird right yeah it's so weird it's yeah. weird and now um, we have i thought it was funny because like so now king charles the third is yes, he the third? I don't like it. So, like, he made a he, you know, gave an address, which I, I watched. Not heard. <laughs> yeah, I've I watched like snippets of it because I mean, honestly, like, let's be real, the monarchy doesn't have anything to do with me, right? It, it just it, but it's you know, and I think this would be kind of an interesting to get into is like, why in the world do we care about the monarchy? But I just thought it was funny. So, like, Prince Charles is what. How old is he? He's like in his 73. He's 73. Okay. And so he, you know, he's making his address and he's just talking about how he will dedicate himself to lifelong service. I was just like, dude, like you're 70. You know what I mean? It's like, it just like, you don't usually hear that from someone at that age. You know, the queen could say, could have said that because she was became queen, what, in her 20s? Yeah. You know, it's like, I will dedicate myself you know i will be a lifelong servant you know but like for someone in their 70s to say it was just kind of funny it's like you're no one new like everybody knows who you are everybody knows the choices that you've made everybody knows i'm curious to see how loyalties change now that he is king yeah how many people who've been so protective of the monarchy are gonna still feel that way with king charles in place so um it's funny because one thing that i saw the other day was they were talking about how obviously she's the longest running british monarch um i can't remember who the actual longest running living serving monarch was but um i believe she was the longest serving british monarch oh okay um and that he is the oldest person to assume the throne oh really which everyone's like wow that's so crazy that he's the oldest one and i'm like okay but let's think about it this way when she became the queen the average life expectancy in Britain was 65. Yeah. Yeah. He's 73. Totally. Like people didn't used to live as long. So of course nobody was 73 <laughs> when they first became the king. 
you know? so it's like so it's not that impressive no <laughs> well and and Just- yeah. And yeah. his mom lived to be, she was what, 96, mm-hmm. you know? And so his and grandma his, lived to be 105. Yeah. And his dad who passed away not long ago was in his 90s too. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was so weird when I heard that the queen had passed away because my first thought was, oh, she gets, you know, like she didn't have to live that long without her husband. Cause I was thinking he passed away like a couple months ago. And Dustin was like, no, he passed away a like year. a year and a half ago. And I was like, no, he did not. Yeah. I, I like well, time just goes year. so fast. Yeah. 2021, time, yeah. It just goes by so fast. So, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, yeah, she didn't have to live very long without him, but it was just funny how it's, that feels like it happened just a couple months ago to me that yeah. he had passed away. I remember reading something about this a couple of years ago that people who've been married over a certain number of years like past a certain i don't i don't remember what it was Mm -hmm. um like when one of them dies the other spouse usually dies either within a year and a half or more than 10 years later oh so it's like one or the other (laughs) yeah so either they die really really soon after Mm -hmm. or they live a lot longer wow yeah that's incredible mm-hmm. you hear stories about that like couples passing away like within a few minutes of each other or days or weeks i mean obviously the notebook is a completely true story so we know that <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the that can have the, the notebook documentary about <laughs> how you can <laughs> pass away with your spouse i mean i can't really remember the ending of that movie i think i've only seen it once but don't they die like at the exact same time yeah, they die wrapped in each other's arms. Yeah. <laughs> we won't it's get into It's sweet, Emily. It's sweet. <laughs> I can't believe you're kind of trying to disparage the notebook a little bit right now. It's it, that's offensive. Well, I'm sorry about that, but <laughs> I don't think you are. I don't believe you. I don't like <laughs> I don't I'm I'm yeah, you don't I like d- what? I you don't, don't like know. what? You don't like the notebook? No. Why do I you didn't. hate love? <laughs> why do i hate love oh man that's a good question (laughs) oh you didn't deny it i don't really like i don't really like like you a down with love gal a down with love that was a good movie wasn't it it? was a good movie it was fun Mm -hmm. i just well i can't say that i am because i'm married for crying out loud you know so obviously (laughs) i'm not let's get Um, your husband in here let's talk to him (laughs) oh no um but no but i'd like romantic comedies are pretty fun but it kind of depends on the the casting of it but the notebook yeah i mean it was super cheesy and i was like brian gosling pouring his heart out in the rain to rachel mcadams (laughs) how 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 can you say that's cheesy that is love that is real emily those are real emotions that well yeah well and didn't they date for a while so maybe it was real yeah. Yeah. Kind of um puts a little bit of a wedge in all those stories about how they supposedly hated each other while they were making that movie. It's like, oh really? Yeah, that's why they were making out all the time. Okay. <laughs> well, I think that's true for Jennifer Gray and Patrick Swayze with Dirty Dancing. I heard that they did not like each other at all. So I just recently read something about that. And it wasn't that they didn't get along, it was that he thought she was too immature because he oh. was a lot older. 
Okay. And 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 this is another version of the story. And this is not coming directly from him. This is people who like supposedly talked to him and knew what was happening at the time. So I don't know for sure. Yeah. But this is the version of events that I've most recently heard that yeah. actually made sense because he was a lot older and oh, he just okay. had a very different work ethic when it came to filming. Mm-hmm. And that generally he thought that like most of the cast was just not taking it as seriously as he wanted it to. And so he was kind of standoffish in general on the set. That's what I'd heard. Okay. I'll bet Jerry Orbach took that role seriously because he can do no wrong. Well, he took the role seriously, but does that mean that he was 100% serious on the set? I have heard so many stories about him being the biggest goofball. Uh, That sounds about right because he's amazing. People love him. Mm-hmm. We really do. And I say we because I don't know why I said we, but because I love Jerry Orbach. I'll love him. But like people who like there were so many great stories about people like working with him. Yeah, I guess I could see him being a goof off. You know, he kind of had a he always had a snide remark. Yeah, I might have had a hard time picturing him that way if he hadn't been as vibrant as he was in Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. Like the voice performance that he did for that. It's like, this is a guy who knows how to play. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when that movie came out, my dad was like, Jerry Orbach is playing, you know, Lumiere. like Lumiere. <laughs> Cause like we, he knew him from law and order, you know, and he's just uh-huh. like this, you know, what thrice divorce, former alcoholic, hard on the streets cop, you know, with his little coffee cup that's like blue and white, you know, those blue and white (laughs) coffee cups you see in every single cop show that takes place in New York. Anyway, so then you see him transform to this French candelabra (laughs) singing (laughs) Be Our Guest. It's just, yeah, it's just kind of like, it's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. You know, and like going back to how I have no feelings, um, Dirty Dancing is another movie that I'm just like, <gasps> I know you're learning. What? A- I don't- okay. What? So, so Tui, when did Dirty Dancing come out? 1989. Okay. So I was still quite young. If it came out in 89, I was probably eight years old. Yeah. But right. It's set in like 1968 or something. Well, I'm just saying like, that's probably not the movie that my parents would have taken me to see. Well, no, but you would have seen it at some point, probably in the 90s. Yeah. And it wouldn't have been that dated because it was, it took place in the past from when it was even re-released. Right. Released in the first place. It took place in the 60s? Did I not know that? Clearly. It was definitely before 1973 because it was pre-Row. So, okay. Although now it could take place today. So just those romantic movies just aren't my vibe. I'd rather watch a comedy. I saw a movie this weekend that you probably would like. This girl rents an Airbnb, and when she shows up, someone's already staying there, and it turns out to be a horror movie. Ooh, what's the movie called? (laughs) It's called Barbarian, and it's in theaters now. Oh, okay. Wait. Is that the one with Justin Long that Mm -hmm. I'm seeing? Okay, I've... Okay. Ooh, that looks creepy. It is. I don't know if I'd like that. <laughs> You're like, okay, so you don't like romantic movies. So let's, you know, you watch must love movies these where people shit. are flirting and then someone gets killed. <laughs> I don't know what kind of movies I like. Do you like movies with um, royals in them? British movies with like the queen? I saw the, did I see the queen? You better have seen the queen that movie is magical i think i saw the iron lady 
But that's not about the queen. That I know that's not, not about. The I queen. know, but it's about the that prime is minister. About Maggie Thatcher. It's about Margaret Thatcher. Maggie Thatcher. <laughs> you guys, friends or something? We are. Yeah, we're BFFs. <laughs> um, I don't think I've seen the queen. Really? With Helen Mirren. I mean, Amazing I know. Amazing performance. I know, yeah, she won an Oscar for it. I don't know why I know yeah. that, but I do. Um, there was a there was a period of time in my life where I just didn't see a lot of movies. It may have been when I became a f- new mom and just well, couldn't get out. That movie came out in 2005, 6, oh, 2006. So that was the year I got married. <laughs> so no excuse there. But I don't know. So you were already married for a year. Okay. Yeah. But that's you right. did not have children. No, we didn't have kids. You're right. I blame Dustin. So if there's a movie I haven't seen, let's just blame Dustin for it. How's that? <laughs> He's like, does the queen get murdered in that movie? Because I would like to watch a scary movie. <laughs> I don't like, I don't necessarily like scary movies. No, Dustin does. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Dustin is. Yeah. Oh, man. That, and he has, he has passed on his jumpiness to our oldest daughter. Yes, like, I can't. Awesome. I can't walk into a room without startling her. And I'm just like, that's good awesome. gravy. You are your father's daughter. I have a couple more scary movies to introduce them to when I come up to visit. Okay, good. Yeah. And I'll just go do something else while you're okay. doing that. No, or I'm just you kidding. Can watch them with us. I might watch it. No, I. There's I, one in particular yeah. I think you'd really enjoy. What's that? Ready or not. Oh, who who wrote that or directed it? Um. That's a good question. Or I who's don't in it? Who's in it? Uh, Samara Weaving, who you probably don't know, but um, okay. So you know Hugo Re- Weaving, who played Elrond in the Lord of the Rings. Oh yes, the elf. That's her uncle. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, Adam Brody is in it too. Adam Brody. Uh huh. Like the OC and... guy. Yeah. Oh okay. <laughs> He's actually my favorite character in that movie. Um, who else is in it? Uh, Andy McDowell, Henry Cesarni. I know Andy McDowell. She's good. She's yeah. still making movies. That's good. Yeah. So it's a good one. <laughs> it's basically this girl, Samara Weaving. Um, she's marrying this kid who's from a very, very wealthy family. And they have this tradition where on the wedding night, when someone marries into the family, they have to have game night and we just have to win the game. But this particular game that like there's one bad card, like the the new person in the family has to draw. Okay. And there's one bad card that almost never comes up, but she gets it. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like fun. Yeah, we'll have to watch that. It's really fun. Cool. Yeah. Well, per usual, we've gone way away from, I think, where we initially thought we were going to go. Usually. Um, that's yeah. what makes this so fun. So what's a movie that <laughs> so what's a movie that is super popular? This is kind of not a good question to ask you because you're a film critic, but like what's a movie that most people generally like that you don't like? And I'm not talking like 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 take your film critic hat off and like just okay. like just like like maybe like a popular movie, not necessarily like a good movie. You know what I mean? The Joker, a Batman. I don't know. Like, like a ton. Some of those. I don't a know. Lot of people really like, like them, but I hate them. I think they're terrible. Tenet by Christopher Nolan. I think that movie is awful. Tenet. Nobody knows what that movie is. <laughs> Get more mainstream. 
<laughs> it's like we don't want to know what movies came out at Jurassic TIFF or World Dominion. I think How about every- that. I think everybody agreed that that was a horrible movie, didn't well, they? Well, then why did it make so much money? Because <laughs> there's nothing else to do. There's no other movies at the theater. Top Gun Maverick is right there. People can still go see it. People already saw that. So then you see something else. They needed to see it again. It was actually a good movie. I saw that with some friends. And I was giving my friend a hard time because like she was like crying like when the opening credits started. Because like she you were. Yes. <laughs> I've seen it four times, and yes, you darn well better believe I cried in that movie. (laughs) It was a really interesting movie because these kids, they're preparing for this mission, right? And then the mission happens, and then the movie just keeps going for like a a little bit longer. And I was just like, oh, like it was was kind of interesting how like that didn't end up being kind of like the big finale of the movie the way I anticipated it to be. Well, because in the first one... The mission happens, they celebrate, and boom, the end. Yeah. This one is really the end of Maverick's story. Even yeah. if there's a Top Gun 3, Maverick's not going to be in it. You don't think so, so? No, no. So this is the end of his story. So <laughs> that's... Yeah. yeah, well, it was interesting. And I, I texted you, I think, about it saying, hey, I saw this movie because I know that you are Tom Cruise's number one fan. But it's funny, though, because I really honestly haven't seen very many of his movies because I have failed. Yes, you have. But like, there's only so many Mission Impossibles I can see. You know what I mean? Um, Like six, because that's how many there are. (laughs) But it's like, I don't know. I remember you seen the James Corden video that he just did with Tom Cruise. Oh, yes. You told me and I watched it. That was hilarious. When they're doing the campfire scene. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, so, you know, the the Mission Impossible the title's ironic because it turned out the mission was possible because I did it. <laughs> and the same was true for all the sequels. <laughs> well, and it's funny, like, have you ever watched the original Mission Impossible? Like the TV show? Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's so good. Like I loved the original Mission Impossible TV show. Yeah, actually that show is why my mom didn't like the first movie. Well, yeah, because it's <laughs> she's like Jim Phelps would never. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and like it's just so over the top and I'm like, okay, after 8,000 po- times being punched in the face, you would be at least not able to drive off into the sunset on a motorcycle. You know what I mean? I just mm-hmm. I don't know. Action movies aren't my thing. I don't know what my things I don't know what I like. I'm not a very good TV person and movie person. I don't know. But, you know, just to bring this background full circle, if people are interested in good stuff about the royal family, I highly <laughs> recommend The Queen. And I very, very highly recommend The Crown on Netflix. Yes, I've That's seen a part of The Crown. Fantastic show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess we can't go down any road where we're like, bashing tom cruise and his movies right you you like swung that around real fast (laughs) i just looked at the time and went people are going like what are we doing here you're right you're right you're right well um i just wanted to say one thing yes um because originally when you were talking about talking about the royal family Mm -hmm. we were talking about talking about it Mm -hmm. um (laughs) Part of the reason I was interested in talking about this is because I just I feel like there's something that I really just need people to understand about me and why I am such a conflicted person in life. 
And that has to do with my family and our um, connection to certain historical events. Uh, <laughs> if you all could see what was going on right now, Emily's looking at me like, where the heck is this going? <laughs> <laughs> so I grew up in a family where on my mom's side, there's always been this big deal about how like one of our ancestors, like direct line ancestors, signed the Declaration of Independence. And it's like, wow, that's really special. You know, it's not like tons of people signed it. Right. Um, and so it's like, that's always just been like a cool thing to know about our family history. And so then on my dad's side, one time I got my hands on this book that my grandmother's cousin had put together and he had spent a lot of time putting it together. And it's like 12 generations of my family. My brother and I are in this. We were really little at the yeah. time. Um, my other brother and sister weren't did not exist yet, so they're not in this book. But um, but anyway, it goes back to the first guy that came and brought his family from Wales okay. to the United States back in the 1700s. Um, and so I was all excited. I wanted to know more about them. And and the the cousin that put this book together, when he was able to find stories about some of these families, he would put them in. So it's like there's a lady who was a famous sculptor and she went to Italy and learned sculpting and married some Italian guy. And she was like the black sheep of the family. And then she ended up with a sculpture in the Smithsonian, you know, stuff like that. So there's like yeah. little cool stories like that. Well, with this particular guy, he comes over in the 1700s. He has like 11 kids. Some of them <laughs> move up to what was then called upper Canada, which turned out to be Toronto and <laughs> lower Quebec. Um, that's a upper whole other Canada. Thing. Yeah, the whole other interesting thing. I don't know where Lower Canada was supposed to be back then, but I would anyway. say Toronto's not that far north, is no. it? No, not really. <laughs> so anyway, um, but then it gets into a section about the Revolutionary War. Super fascinating, Uh-oh. right? Yes. Except for I found out that while my mom's side was signing the Declaration of Independence, my dad's side was loyalists and they fought on the side of the British. No way. Oh yes. my gosh. So I'm like, okay, well, this explains why I've always had so much inner conflict. Exactly. Do I like the, parts the British? Of me are constantly battling. <laughs> and also, this is my excuse for why I'm so fascinated with the royal family. Yeah, everyone is. I always had a foot in there. Yeah. Still part me part of me is like still partly in England. There you go. One foot <laughs> on both continents, or right? Wales, I guess. But yeah. <laughs> that's interesting. Anyway, yeah, I, I don't felt like I needed to share that. That's really interesting. I yeah, the royal family, yeah. I mean, it's at the end of the day, knowing a lot about the royal family really doesn't matter all that much to us as Americans, but we're still fascinated with it you know people waking up at the wee hours in the morning to watch princess diana get married and the that's one of the first you know people like to have that conversation of like what's the first major news event that you can remember and most people it's a tragedy you know Mm -hmm. and um and especially like now with my employees because i employ i employ college kids and stuff like now some of them their earliest memory is 9-11 um mm-hmm. stuff like that for me it's princess diana and charles's wedding like really it's, yeah i was four 
when they got married. And I remember my mom was watching it. And I remember just being so fascinated with that long, tra- like, like uh-huh. huge long train down Westminster Abbey down the middle of the aisle and stuff. And uh, yeah, that's that's one of my very earliest memories of any sort of like global event. Yeah. What do you know what year they got married? 1981. Okay. Because I, I didn't watch the royal wedding, but I was... <laughs> I was not yet one year old in 1981. Your, your eyes weren't even working yet. No, no. <laughs> I was just a wee little baby. Now that I've given away how old I am, not that there was really any question. Well, so why? Because I said I was four in 1981. <laughs> Most people can probably do that math. They probably can. Yeah, but it's sad. I mean, it, like... We obviously here in America don't have a monarchy, but you know, when presidents pass away, no, we don't. I didn't know if he realized that, but we don't. <laughs> Our monarchy is celebrities. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I don't know which is worse. Um, <laughs> to be honest <laughs> I mean, with you. It's all bad. Yeah. What I do hope just to kind of bring it around and, and maybe finish things up for the topic, but um, you know, there's there's a lot of sorry, you were gonna say something and I just cut you off, no, didn't I? No, I'm just <laughs> Again, like okay, I'm like, okay, Karen, we will end the episode. <laughs> just wrap it up and we will be done. <laughs> well, haven't we been talking for like an hour? I don't know. It's don't already so. like after I don't know. Don't worry Maybe about it. it. Wrap it's it up. It's probably been 15 minutes and people are like, why are you wrapping up already? <laughs> I don't I, I don't know. I honestly don't know how long we've been recording, but it's okay. I you don't know, just... but I do know that I have to go kind of soon. So no, it's fine. Let's bring it. Let's like... bring it anyway. full circle. But okay, so here's here's what I what else I want to say besides bragging about my family being chaotic. <laughs> um so there's a lot of opinions of obviously about whether the monarchy should end, um, what it's going to be like having Charles as king, and a lot of people do not like Charles. I I think that if the royal family is committed to continuing the monarchy, and if they really do want to, uh, I guess, curry favor with the people, there are some big things that Charles can do that could really help make that happen. You know, like he mm-hmm. has the power to return stolen antiquities, you know, yeah. and, and he has the power to, on behalf of the, you know, the British people and on behalf of his family uh, to apologize for past atrocities. And he can look at you know, things like reparations because they've made a lot of money off of slavery, you know, like the family. Obviously, yeah. he he didn't specifically, but. You know, they've made a lot of money off of literally off of selling people and um, and just exploitation and things, you know, things of that nature. And so it's like if he wants to bring like to really bring legitimacy to the monarchy and continue support for the the monarchy and stop people from wanting to abolish it. He's in a position where he could take some real specific action. And if he did that, I think he would actually become surprisingly popular yeah yeah hopefully he does some good things because from what we hear every now and then it sounds like the family is very toxic or it can be very toxic so many rules so many traditions so many concerns about traditions and how things are always done and it was interesting when megan married into the family 
to have like an American marry into that and to see kind of how that unraveled. And yeah. I mean, I, I've heard bits and pieces of their story and she was kind of like, okay, no, I'm taking my life back and we're yeah. not going to do this. And you really have to applaud her and Harry for being willing to walk away from that mm-hmm. and, and being willing to say, no, we, we and our mental health and our family need to come first. And I think that says a lot. What's interesting though, is like they've given details, but not specifics. Yeah. So it's like, we know things have been said and I have every reason to believe that some really horrible things have been said and the ones that they have specifically talked about. Um, we don't know who said those things. And like when I first started hearing stuff, like, like when Megan was talking about the concern someone had about, you know, the color of Archie's skin, yeah, which is horrible. Mm-hmm. The way that I had heard that, I assumed it was Charles. And later uh, I was listening to somebody talking about it and the, like the prevailing belief is that it actually came from William. Oh, really? Yeah. And that it sounds like, and again, we don't know who knows there could be lots of possibilities, but it sounds like the real majority of that toxicity could be coming from William and Kate and not from Charles, which is surprising. That is And that also to me, it's like, okay, if he, that, that's part of where I'm like, okay, he can turn things around by making some real meaningful changes and taking steps to correct a lot of past wrongs. Yeah. Well, and in his address to the British people, he did specifically wish Harry and Meghan well in their new life overseas. That's kind of how he worded it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's, you know, and we obviously know a lot of details about Diana's life and her tragic ending and how that marriage was not very <laughs> healthy oh, to totally, say the least. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's too bad. I mean, I'm all for tradition and keeping things like that alive, but at, but, at, but not to the expense where it's ruining people. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It is interesting, though. And this is one thing. And I this is just this is just kind of sometimes we need to take a step back yeah. and, and and look at, at a situation. There's some like we do have to be careful when we're looking at someone being on the outside and they walk into something mm-hmm. and they're learning something that they don't know. Yeah. Um, It can really cause a lot of anxiety and a lot of questioning like why would we do this this is ridiculous mm-hmm. you know and some of those rules are change are strange and they need to be changed and things need to be updated but some of it too just comes from not being connected to the history yes. and not not having an appreciation for those traditions that exist if if harry had married someone from england i doubt he would have left you know what I mean? Like, I, I think you're spot on with that. I think it had a lot to do with the fact that Megan was coming into it and like, you know, she had no loyalty to the monarchy. She's not, she, she didn't, didn't live in England and things like that. And so, but I her also perspective, think it's true of Diana too, though, who mm-hmm. was oh, that's true. and who was from a titled family. That's true. I, but she was on the outside. She wasn't part of, you know, court or whatever. She wasn't in the family. 
right when she married into it so it's like coming from the outside that's where i'm just like yeah it's not that i don't believe them i just think that we also have to consider that some of their perspective is coming from not having a connection to certain traditions yes yes i think that's i think that's totally totally true and that's true of any situation you know you you go and spend time with people from a different even state and you're like oh this is weird mm-hmm. why do you do it this way and it's like well this is just how we've always done it you know yeah. it's like there's nothing wrong with it it's just exactly. not what you do so mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah but that being said there are also really messed up things that that family has yes. done and mm-hmm. that do need to be called out yes so. totally totally well yeah well it's too bad she passed away i'm i'm excited to see what Charles does. Hopefully, like you said, he makes some good decisions. Well, cool, Karen. Well, it was nice talking with you. It was nice talking with you. Where can people find us if they want to continue the conversation? If they want to continue the conversation, you can find us at Talking Club Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And you, our personal accounts are linked to that, to those accounts. So yeah. So yeah, follow us along. It's fun. It is. It's fun. We're very fun. Cool. Well, thanks so much, Emily. This is great. It was great. Talk next time. Okay. See you later. Bye.